Hi, everyone. Daniel Williams here, senior editor of MGMA, host of the MGMA Podcast Network. It is January 3rd, 2024, as we're recording this. We've got Christy Good, senior advisor with MGMA, back again for Ask MGMA, also known as Ask an Advisor. So we're going to be looking at the MGMA stat this week, which asked, what will be your biggest project in 2024? So many of you received that initial text uh, yesterday on Tuesday. Um, we're going to be releasing the results tomorrow, Thursday. A lot of days to try to keep in my mind. So I'll keep going. So welcome. Happy New Year to everyone. And Happy New Year to you, Christy. Welcome. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, too. Yeah. So let's talk about it. What will be the biggest project in 2024? I know you've been researching this. You've already seen some preliminary uh, data on it. So just tell us about it. What's going on there? Well, some of the preliminary data said people will be focusing on, or it sounds like people will be focusing on really their financials, hmm. which is probably pretty much what everyone would expect. Because <laughs> um, we know it's getting harder and harder out there and we have to be um, a little more diligent and probably some of our resources and, and how we allocate certain things. So, and what we do to streamline, um, our projects or our practice. Um, so that wasn't a surprise to me. I know there'll be some further data shared when, um, we send out the report tomorrow, along with some of our other tools that we've been mentioning the last couple podcasts. All right. Well, awesome. So let's let's look at this then. Um, let's look at a couple of different things here, some of the key steps uh, that can help people set up effective goals, et cetera. So number one, let's just take a look back, reflect on the previous year. Tell us about that. What, what do you have in your uh, science lab there as far as that's <laughs> concerned? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's really crucial is to reflect on your achievements and your challenges in the past year, um, just because that that gives you a glimpse of where you want to go in the future um, and what you did well and maybe what you need to improve upon. Um, we The key there is to make sure you're looking at your KPIs, so your key performance indicators, your patient satisfaction surveys, and financial reports to identify those areas of improvement that might be needed. Um, and you should look at both your successes and your setbacks. I mean, it's fun to look at what did we do well and, but you know, you always need to know where you need to improve as well. And that's not a bad thing. Um, I think some people start feeling bad about that, but they shouldn't. It just means where do we get to go and, um, tackle next. So, um, use that information to improve your goal setting process we have data dive that has a lot of the KPIs available that practices can use to help with that first step. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And you nailed that though, because I've interviewed some people, experts in previous years with this first podcast of the year and, you know, people set goals, they set resolutions, they, they make resolutions. They have all these things set up and then, you know, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to, you know, 
get to work on time. Yeah, I don't know, whatever it might be. There are all these different things that people set up and then you check with them in February 1st and they may or may not be doing that thing anymore. So I do think what you said here is to really set up goals where you can measure them and where you're actually going back and studying those KPIs, whatever that may be, whether it's on a personal level or um, at work and at your practice. So uh, that's key. You and I joked about this yesterday. Um, I don't know that either one of us had any goals <laughs> for <laughs> 2024. Have, it, since you've had 24 hours to think about it, did you set any goals uh, in the interim or are you still thinking about it? I'm I'm still thinking, but I do know that my I would say one of my biggest goals with such a busy life as a mom and as a full-time work employee is to just be a little more um, organized with all that, all that's coming in and not to beat myself up with things that I'm not doing well, but where can I seek improvement? <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. For me, I, I told, I think I told you, but I'm starting a, it's basically a two-year online program. Uh, I start it next Monday. And so I just want to be, it's going to take a lot of time each week. And so I want to be very focused on it. Sometimes, you know how it is. You and I talk a lot about the work we're working on. And we we have both have a habit of saying yes when we're asked, because I'm always <laughs> asking you to be on a podcast, to write a chapter of a book, to do all these things. And sometimes I can get that way too and agree to do all kinds of new podcasts and new shows and take on new books in our book line, all these different things. And it gets us spread too thin. So for me, knowing that I've got all the things at work, but then if I'm going to dedicate a year or two years to this online program to, to really be focused with it. So that's I already started mapping some stuff out and uh, being really prepared for it and not just going, Oh my gosh, how am I going to handle all this? Cause then it seems like overwhelm and that's, that's one of those places none of us like to be. We don't like to be, we like to tackle things, but not be overwhelmed with them as well. So I think our second part of what we're going to talk about, it's aligning the goals. And that's what we were talking about on a personal level, but aligning the goals with the mission and values of your practice. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes. Um, well, we know that if if those goals are aligned with our mission and values, we have more buy-in. Mm -hmm. And so that helps also your staff and your, your um, others involved with the organization to really help create a cohesive and focused strategy that um, your team and your patients can really be engaged in. And it's important to also, like I said, engage your patients because you're in healthcare or if you were in customer service, like in retail, engage those customers that are coming in. So, you know, having that your goals aligned with your mission and the values of your practice is important. Um, having clearly defined values provides a framework for those decision-making um, choices that you're doing and it guides you in the direction for your practice. Um, we do have a strategic planning toolkit that I brought up, I know in our last podcast before mm -hmm. the winter break. And I know we're linking to it again in the stat article coming up but it is a really good toolkit just to help you get a focus around what's going on and where you're at and then how to look at those goals 
and then set your priorities. And we have a decision-making um, matrix in there that will help you with that as well. Okay. Um, and as always, uh, these items that Christy talks about will provide you a direct link in the episode show notes. And as Christy said, if you do get that stat article sent to your phone each week, or if you access it directly through our website, uh, that information will be in there as well. So you can click right through to it and go to that strategic planning toolkit. So another part here uh, that you've kind of checkmarked an item here to talk about is focusing on patient-centered care. Talk about how that is important. I mean, obviously it's important, but how does it align with, um, you know, big projects and developments for 2024? Sure. Um, I think sometimes we get focused on financials instead of, or, or um, more, I would say more financials, right? Um, but taking that step back to also say, how can I make my patient's experience be the top priority for me this next year? How can I bring in, um, improve my patient satisfaction, reduce wait times, help with better communication um, with my, my patients and staff, all help that ultimately lead to that goal of possibly in, increasing patient volume or um, increasing your financials because you're bringing in more patients, like we said with volume. Um, I think that's something that along with culture with your staff, which I know um, I didn't necessarily list, but culture and patients as mm -hmm. patient care are two important things to round out the whole big picture of your KPI with your KPIs and with your goals, with your mission and values of your practice. So um, looking at, you know, how do you bring those patients into your practice, keep them in practice, keep them engaged ultimately helps keep that patient population healthy too. And that's okay. what our goal in healthcare would be. Okay. You've got a long list here uh, that is all going to go. This is the information you're talking about. Is this all going to be contained in this week's stat article? Is that correct? Or... Um, not this. This will be in a different article that will probably go along with the podcast so that people okay. can reference it. Because I know I do list some other ways to... Um, set your goals, what you should focus on in a healthcare, um, such as what does your IT look like? Can mm -hmm. you enhance your telehealth services in the upcoming year? Um, how are you reaching out in the community and marketing your practice? All those tools and tips we'll have in this little article that'll go along with our podcast. So um, people can reference because I know sometimes it's easier to see than just to listen to. Um, but I, I think another important um, aspect as you're going through all this in goal setting and looking at where you've been and where you want to go and how to connect patients and and bring in volume possibly if that's where your your mm -hmm. one of your goals is going is also to invest in your staff and right. your development. Yeah, that's one I wanted to ask you about before we signed off today, because Jan I mean, maybe some of y'all listening in your organizations, you might kind of map out what that professional development, uh, what those professional development dollars might be earmarked to uh, in 2024. I know for myself and for some of the other 
colleagues I've been talking to at MGMA, we're still zeroing in on where those professional development dollars might go. And so that is so important. And so Christy, do tell us then about investing in that staff training and development. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm guilty of it too. I, I keep saying there's things I want to learn and our organization offers staff training and development. Um, and I probably need to focus a little bit on me and that's not a selfish thing. I think so many times we think it's selfish, but really um, if we're helping our staff grow and we're growing as well, we're just all learning and, and that's a good thing. And so by focusing on, on or investing in your staff um, and their training, um, a well-trained and motivated staff, you know, it, it helps them see the reason that they're involved in what they're doing and they see that you value them and I think it helps them just kind of stay abreast of the latest medical advances, if it's in the medical field that they want to learn, or to grow by possibly doing more. Maybe some your MA wants to start going into nursing, and so she wants to learn more of the business aspect of the practice. There are so many different ways that you can invest and grow your staff. You can teach them about the financials in the practice. So they're more engaged with why you're asking them to do certain things. Um, anytime you engage your staff is a good a good thing. And just encouraging workshops, online cor- courses, and attendance to relevant conferences um, is like great. MGMAs. Yeah, we have I was some coming like up. MGMA, and <laughs> and if you're a member, the most of the stuff's for free anyhow. Right. So you're you know you can invest in your staff at an org level and get them to take some education. Um, There's articles, they don't have to do a webinar, they don't have to do a course, but they can read an article. And our website has a lot of this information available under the education tab to find it and make it easier for everyone. But I do think that it's very important um, to invest in yourself and in your staff. Yeah. And I did throw out uh, the shameless plug of MGMA, but I mean, y'all are MGMA members, most of the people listening. And so you're well aware of those different offerings. Um, we've got many, many uh, webinars on the docket for 2024. Um, I was just in a meeting. Christy was in that meeting as well with uh, Craig Weberg, who kind of designs our content for those face-to-face events and we're really excited uh about our our conference it's uh our finance conference that will be in san diego uh april 25th through the 27th um also our own line event uh the mgma summit 2024 i was just looking at that and it is march 12th through the 14th those are exciting um, as well the one other thing i want to throw out there about some different educational op- uh, offerings through mgma is that uh, we've got a team of people led by craig and others uh, that is really reshaping our lms and so i don't want to get into too much detail about that but the goal is to launch that by the end of january um, so be on the lookout, everyone. And you know from here, from uh, our Week in Review podcast or Ask MGMA podcast, uh, we'll definitely provide y'all with information and links on those. So 
before we sign off, um, is there well, any I'm final gonna... words or resources, anything you want to put people in the direction of before we do sign off? Well, I'll, I'll say something here in a minute to kind of sum it, what I, what I feel about yeah. where to go, but I want to put also a plug in for the book club that's yeah. through the MGMA community. And you may not think a book club is a way to grow and learn and get some education, but it's another opportunity for your staff to be engaged and do something a little bit different to learn and grow. Um, so just wanted to plug that because yep. Daniel's and, running that. So <laughs> thank you. I am, I am running that. Are you just like, that's what we were talking about earlier. Like how many, uh, uh, cookie jars do we have and how many hands do we have and how much bandwidth do we have but that is one of the things y'all that I'm so excited about and thank you Christy for uh, mentioning that so our first book club meeting is going to be later this January um, our book is Insight by Tasha Yurick and it's just a it's a great way to start the year it's a great kind of book where you really examine your own awareness and your self-awareness. Uh, am I seeing myself the way others see me? Um, how do I mesh those two together and help those kind of align where I do match up where how other people see me as well? Uh, the way to sign up for that, you can either send me an email, dwilliams at mgma.com, or you can go directly to that MGMA member community and search for the book club and get signed up if if you feel like it's too late to uh, connect uh, on a book that is, uh, we're going to be talking about that January 23rd. You've still got several weeks, so you certainly can do it. Um, or you can just go ahead and sign up and we'll get you ready for the next book. Thank you for that plug there for the book club. I appreciate that. So what, yeah, what I mean, else? That's, anything? Still, that's still learning, you know, and still growing. It sure growing. is. It sure so. is. Just don't want anyone to think that they have to pay, like, go oh, no. to a university or a college or pay a ton of money to grow and learn or to help That's their right. staff grow and learn. That's right. Um, so the key really for me, when you're setting these strategic goals um, for your new year, um, make sure it's thoughtful and comprehensive approach. Um, regularly assess and adjust your goals as needed to adapt to the changing circumstances and ensure you... Um, you know, are looking at everything, but don't think it's just static, that that it has to be this way for the next six months or the next year. Really reassess and see what's going on. And I think doing a quarterly assessment is a great way to just keep involved and, and then communicate with your staff, engage your staff as part of this. And you will see that that improves your culture and it improves patient satisfaction and and the whole big picture and and ultimately if everyone's happy financials are happy hopefully so oh, yeah. love that all right well christy as always thank you for joining us on the ask mgma podcast at mgma thank you and happy new year's all right happy new year's to you as well and to all of you listeners thank you again as christy and i had said we will put uh, direct links to these resources in the episode show notes. And thanks for being an MGMA podcast listener. Most physicians don't have the opportunity to learn the business of medicine. 
What docs don't get taught, physician business training is a course developed by MGMA and administrators from Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. This interactive course provides in-depth physician business training that can drive personal and organizational success. Purchase now for yourself or your organization at physicianbusinesstraining.com and earn eight hours of CME credit. Again, go to physicianbusinesstraining.com to purchase and to learn more.